Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam, Sam Dracula. You want to be formal with it, and I appreciate you for listening to this podcast and all the support on this show recently has been off the charts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just a Hornets YouTuber turned podcaster, and it's really great to see all the love here, as well as on the YouTube side of things and for the youtube folks out there i'll be back soon taking a little break from uploading videos where there hasn't been much hornets news like video worthy so that will change really soon here as we get ramped up as the offseason closes and the preseason and training camp ramp up so stay tuned for that coming back soon on the youtube side of things also i have some merch on the way sneak peek for all the YouTube people that listen to the podcast as well. But, 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 but I'm going to get into this later. I'm going to get into the preseason and I'm going to get into training camp and my thoughts and all that. That's the whole point of this podcast episode. Before I do anything else, I need to say, I want to say congratulations to Rod Boone. He's with the Charlotte Observer now. Well-deserved. Well, well, well deserved. Like Rod is a guy who I DM'd on Twitter and he came onto my YouTube channel, right? Like I'm a nobody that just makes Hornets videos, right? And he took time out of his day to be a guest on my channel. Rod has been so helpful in that respect. And also just as a fan point of view, has been has done an incredible job just covering the team, giving us insight into the ins and outs of the franchise. And now he's with the observer, which is a, an excellent, obviously um, news organization and a platform and continuing really the line of excellence that we've seen from their basketball coverage over the years. Like, I don't know if anybody can replace Rick Bunnell, but I think Rod Boone will do an excellent job. And he seems he's a really good dude. And he's really good at his job, and I'm really happy for him. So, congratulations to Rod Boone. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like we all, we're all winning. You know what I mean? When a good guy like that gets a position like that, congrats, Rod. If you want to hear more from Rod on this podcast, um, I think he's been on two or three times. I think most recently on July 15th, we talk about the off season, so it's a little outdated, but. You know, <laughs> if you want to hear from him, his thoughts on the off season from the show, feel free. Also on um, the, the the trade deadline day, he joined me and Muggsy to talk about all the things, which, again, is another reason why I respect Rod so much, because 
the trade deadline, even though it was kind of quiet for the Hornets, they just, you know, they just brought in Brad Wanamaker on the day. He was still very busy, Rod. And he made he took the time out to be a guest on the podcast. So much love, much love from me. But if you're interested in going back through the archive of the show, if you're new around here, please do. There's a lot of good stuff. We had, we had a lot of good guests um, over the last I don't know, month or so. Actually, in the lifetime of the podcast. I was going to say, it hasn't been a year yet. The last few months, I would say. We had uh, an expert on Texas basketball talking about Kai Jones. We had an expert on UConn basketball talking about James Booknight. Uh, we had other people that cover the Hornets closely. Sam Farber from Hornets Radios. Uh, Sam Purley from Hornets.com. It's been a lot of cool conversations to be had about this franchise, what it's, where it's been and where it's going. And today, it's just me. Hope that's okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give you my thoughts, what's on my mind right now as we head into training camp, as we head into the preseason. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source. For everything football, head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. 100%. 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. You need to use the promo code NFL100. That's NFL100. 100. Not don't spell it out. NFL 100, literally, no spaces. That'll get you the 100% welcome bonus at sign up. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And, you know, sticking with the congratulatory theme, congrats to Xavier Sneed to signing a uh, Exhibit 10 contract with the Hornets. You know, you get, that means he gets a training camp invite, which is, is more competition, more bodies. It offers, you know, different looks here. And I think he's a talent. I don't know what he can be in the league long term or if he'll even make this team. So I don't want to get like, too ahead of myself here. I don't want to overstate it. But I thought Xavier Sneed was on in the positive side of things looking at the summer league. And bringing him into training camp is never a bad thing. So congrats to him. I'm sure he's, he's gassed about it, excited about it. And for the Hornets, it's it's good to have uh, some more athletic wings in the mix to choose from. They're, the Hornets are pretty rich. <laughs> that area of the floor is, is pretty deep. But depth is a very good thing, especially when you look at I remember and think back to uh, how last season ended. Hey, you know, it'd be like that. The Hornets basketball is almost here. Like We're at the end of September. Preseason starts October 4th. The Hornets take on Poku and Oklahoma City Thunder. And then the home opener is the seventh against Memphis. I'm so happy basketball is coming back, man. I'm so psyched. And then before that, training camp starts next week. And I hope, you know, I think there's around 20 guys with invites right now. You can't have all 20 guys in Charlotte. So who sticks around, who gets cut, that that conversation is, uh, is upon us. And... It's, the Hornets are in a position of like you know not having to force anything. I don't think they have they have a lot of options in a lot of different areas of the floor. I mentioned the wing depth. 
there in the in the front court in the like center spot specifically has a lot of questions about it um, with the young guys the second round picks from last year and then plus Mason plus Miles PJ plus Kai Jones like there's a lot of a lot of fellas in the mix there but the wing like that small forward you just, I don't even want to put a position on it honestly just the like the the athletic wing archetype the Hornets have right now is plentiful so I don't know who makes it out of that alive right like it's it's some obviously somebody's getting cut a few people will be axed and so yeah as a fan I'm just really curious to see who makes it out of the training camp out of preseason and into the regular season because bro I cannot wait build me a time machine I need to be there right now all right so I'm gonna crack open my uh, my skull here and let you into my mind about what I'm thinking about going into training camp in preseason. I have like seven things written down. I'm going to go through them one by one. Some of those items have sub items, so there may be a few tangents here and there, but hey, that's what I do here, okay? So first off, number one on my list, this is just a me thing, all right? No, actually, all these are me things because it's just my thoughts in it, but, 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 but what I need what I need is for LaMelo Ball to stop flicking his wrist. You know, like we saw it when he came back from the injury, whenever he wasn't on the floor, even not when he was on the floor, honestly, but every time he was off the floor, he was keeping his right wrist loose and warm. And we saw him in the summer league and he was, he wasn't, there's was no heat packs or anything like that, but he was still working his wrist on the sideline months after the injury. And it's not the type of injury typically that can be lingering or lead to more injuries or, or re-injuring it. It's like a bone injury. So it, it is kind of what it is. You just, all you can do is let it heal. And I'm sure he's fine. I'm honestly sure he's fine. I'm genuinely like I'm 99.99% sure his wrist is fine. And it, but, 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 but seeing him work the wrist is an issue um, for me. It's concern. And I hope there's nothing more going on there. So when we see LaMelo on the court again, I'm going to be watching. You know, when the ball's not in play and the, the camera allows us to see it, I'm going to be looking for LaMelo to see what he's doing with his right wrist. The next thing, all right, the next thing I'm really care, curious about, Miles and PJ's usage. So I, I start at this point as I was preparing this podcast and I wrote the words, I don't care who starts. That's a little harsh. I do care who starts, but what's more important is who's playing in crunch time. When the Hornets need a bucket, when the Hornets need a stop, who's on the floor. So I'm curious if we get a glimpse into what we saw last year where Miles and PJ shared the floor at the same time in those crunch times, crunch times, those crunch time situations. I hope we do. I think they've, they've, they've put in the work individually and collectively like during last season to make it work. But with Mason Plumlee in the mix, with his rebounding and playmaking ability and scoring from within the paint, I'm curious if that pushes Miles or PJ out of those crunch time situations. And yes, I'm sure it'll be situational 
right? It's a case-by-case thing. A lot of variables can, can come in between foul trouble, injuries, suspensions, whatever available, just general player availability, or just whoever's on the floor for the other team. A bigger, like if Embiid's on the floor, do we have Miles and PJ out there at the same time? Is that a Mason Plumlee run? You know, like the things like that will have, will, will throw wrinkles in it. But generally speaking, because not every team has Embiid on it, you know, so generally speaking, Miles and PJ are those guys in the front court in those crunch time situations. And I, I hope we get a glimpse into that this preseason, right? I don't expect these guys to play every single game or like every minute of every single preseason game. But when the starters are out there, or sorry, I don't want to say starters, the, the key high rotation players are out there, like the top six to seven guys, do they stagger PJ and Miles? Or are they out there at the same time together? That's what I'm really curious about. Number three, will James Booknight be the most used rookie? This may seem obvious. I think he will. I think he'll get the most minutes out of any other rookie player on the team. But I still kind of think Kai Jones can slip in there. Kai Jones has the clearest runway to playing significant minutes on this team. The issue is he's he's still very raw. And his current skill set doesn't really fit in today's NBA unless unless he really like fine tunes a shot and improves his decision making because his athleticism using that on the defensive side, using that on the offensive side with rim runs and um, on offensive and defensive rebounds using like if he just focuses on those things and hitting the seldom jumper boy can be a monster in this league. So I don't expect Kai Jones to be in like a heavily used player. Forget rookie, just player this year. But I think there's a slim chance he could be the most used rookie. But I think it's highly likely that James Booknight gets the majority of the rookie minutes on the team. But it's not 100%. I'm not 100% sure on that, you know? I think Kai Jones can slip in there. And I'm here for it. I think Kai Jones is so exciting and Selfishly, I want to see him play as much as possible. This isn't, I should have said this earlier because this isn't in no particular order outside the mellow one. The mellow was the, the number one thing on my mind going into preseason. But I don't mean to have Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward so far down in this list, but th- here we are. This is what happened. Uh, my question and what's on my mind is will they continue to ascend? Terry Rozier, I think, is entering his seventh year in the league. Hayward is entering, I think, his 12th year in the league, big difference between the two of them, but both those guys are solidified veterans in the NBA. They've seen a lot of things. They played together for a very long time, ironically, but will they continue to get better? I think Hayward showed before he got hurt how good he can be and how, you know, he still has it. He's still that guy. And Terry Rozier has gotten better since he's been here. He just got rewarded, well-deserved. Both these guys have been rewarded for their play and will they continue to get better and honestly if they don't that's okay because as as they are in their present state they're very good like very very good I think I wouldn't I don't want to like say they're all-stars because I don't want to like overstate it but I think they can be all-stars you know whatever tier they're like an all-star would be I think they're right below if not like right on the fringe of that and with what, how I expect LaMelo to improve, 
I, and just this team to be better this year than they were last year. I think they'll get more attention and get more love in the all-star voting and to kind of be more in that conversation, at least make it interesting, you know, make it somewhat a, a, a highly competitive thing, getting more Hornets into the all-star scene. Number five, who will be missed more? Devontae Graham, Malik Monk, Biz, Zeller, Caleb Martin. These are the guys that are not on the team anymore, right? I've talked about them a bunch leading up to it, to this this podcast. Um, Of those guys between Devontae and Malik, Zeller, Biz, Caleb, who, who will be the guy you will miss the most? Not for any sentimental reasons, although that's valid. You know, you do you, <laughs> but for just basketball reasons, like when you look at this team, Devontae's gone, Ish Smith is there. I like that a lot. A veteran NBA proven player as a Mellow's backup makes more sense than having Devontae Graham there because I think Devontae should be in a situation where he's in. I think Devontae's in a great place or sorry, he's in a great role in New Orleans. That's more fitting. And Malik, he's playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. So I, I, he's in a very good situation. Here, he doesn't have the runway. Like Terry's there. He's going to be the, Malik would be the eighth or ninth man on this team. So I don't, I don't, it's selfishly, it'd be amazing to have Malik there or Devante there in their specific roles or respective roles. But if it, I would, I'd feel guilty about it because I think they deserve more than that. But I'm going to miss Malik Monk the most of those guards and more than Biz and Zeller and Caleb for his his encore contributions, man. Like, if things aren't clicking, Malik Monk is a killer out there. He'll, the shots he can take and make, no one on the team can touch him, I don't think. And I think he's going to fulfill his his full potential with the Lakers. And I'm not going to be mad about it. And I say that unironically. I'm, I'm so psyched for him to be on that stage and to get the spotlight he deserves. I hope he starts for them. I hope he does and gets to run with Russ, AD, and LeBron for the majority of the time. We covered the departures, the arrivals. Mason Plumley, Kelly Oubre Jr., Ish Smith. How will they gel with this roster? That's on my mind. I say the question. I didn't mean to put a voice on it like that. because it it probably made it seem more ominous than it should be. But yeah, I like these guys a lot. Um, I'm very excited that they're here in Charlotte and they're going to greatly improve the depth in this team. Um, They add a lot of, they each individually add a ton of veteran experience. And as a collective, it it just, it, it, it just amplifies and it's sorely needed. It was sorely missed when all our guys were out and we're relying on, second and third year players, guys who were second round picks or undrafted, all of a sudden being thrusted into the starting five. Like that was rough. And thinking about that now, it's even more impressive how, even though the season ended disappointingly, I think the way they were able to kind of hold, considering the makeup of the roster at that point is kind of impressive. Like it really is. If you, if you just really, if you kind of take yourself out of it and look back at it, it's pretty impressive. So I think Mason, Kelly, and Ish 
are all solidified NBA players. I think Kelly can continue to get better. I think he's young enough to get better because um, he's still well under 30 years old. Mason and Nish are older players, more veteran players. I think you kind of know what you get from them. And then you know, Mason with the playmaking, I think I talked about this earlier, but with his um, offensive like scoring ability from within the paint, you know, from his uh, playmaking ability um, around the around the key, and Ish being a veteran um, point guard can teach a lot to Lamelo, and I think Booknight too, just from a ball handling playmaking point of view. He's seen a lot of things, Ish, and he's from he's from this area. He's from Charlotte. You know, it's 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 a it's a very cool story that he's returning home. You know, I'm pretty I'm pretty psyched about that. But my last. My last question, the last thing on my mind going into this preseason, it's pretty open-ended, but it's, this, that's why it's last because it's kind of, I don't know, it, 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 it's who's going to show me something new. Like, who, who's going to bring something new to the table? Like, who's gonna, when are you going to turn the game on? Who's going to do something to be like, oh, you, you can do that now? You can hit a turnaround jumper? You can elevate to the rim? You can defend the other team's best player. Like that's the type of like reactions I want to have going into the season with a foolish off season, right? That we didn't really have last year because of COVID and just other restrictions. I hope to see guys show up. Well, some guys show up with more muscle on their frame, with maybe better conditioning, with new skill sets. After preseason, I'm gonna do a proper uh, season preview where I'm going to get into my like actual predictions for the Hornets and the rest of the Eastern Conference. I'll do like awards and all that stuff. That's for a future episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, it'll probably be a, a podcast and a YouTube video. So if you're curious, make sure you're subscribed here on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, head on over to youtube.com slash samdracula, youtube.com slash samdracula. But hey, thank you so much for listening. My name is Sam. You've been great. You've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Presented by Bet Online. Take care. Peace. Perfect. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.